Episode 139. Back at it. Got some troubles that these girls can't fix. We must struggle because life's a bitch. And you happy when your ass get rich. No more money because I'm begging. Got some troubles that these girls can't fix. We must struggle because life's a bitch. And you happy when your ass get rich. How you feeling, big dog? I see you got a hat on today. Got the hat on. Wasn't a huge fan of that song, I'll, I'll say. All right. I mean, you didn't give it. You don't give things much of a shot. No, I mean, I listened for 30 seconds. I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't have gotten better or it wouldn't have gr- grown on me over a period of time. I'm just saying I, I think you started off not on what I would consider the best foot. All right. I mean, let's, get, let's give him a few more lines then. I just love my house to the drought, eh? Now I'm standing. So I like this much more. Tell me get a job or the bounce, eh? Never paid a bill, I cop a house, eh? I could spend a 20 on the. So you, you take it back? Yeah, I, I mean, the, the the vocals were very, the Vox was very edited in the beginning. Huh? Who was that? Uh, Denzel Curry featuring T Pain. Okay. New song called uh, Troubles. There we go. Okay. The, I guess T Pain, I would expect it to be like a edited type situation. All right. Damn. Shots at T Pain out the gate. No, not not shots. I'm just saying. You got to be careful who you take shots at these days. Yeah. <laughs> hey, whoa. The slap heard round the world. Yeah. Crazy. Do we have a slap sound effect? <laughs> Boom. We'll see. We'll see how that sounds. Right in the mug. So the Oscars. So it was to the uh, the left side of his face. Yeah. So uh, here, I mean, I'm sure everybody has heard about it at this point. Yes. I'm trying to think the last thing that was as talked about on my social media as Will Smith slapping Chris Rock live at the Oscars. It was Jada Pinkett and it was in the entanglement. It was the most previous to this, the most talked about thing. Oh, ever. So you're saying that Will Smith has the two top spots? No, I'm saying just the last most talked about thing. Was was another Will Smith yeah, moment. Yeah. So he's got two in a row now. I don't know about that, but he... Oh, dude, that was that was like... The entanglement was definitely a thing. So basically... And it, and it prompted a podcast. For everyone, yeah, it did. That's true. For everyone, or anyone, I should say. Not aware. Listen, you know, maybe you were like on like a wilderness hike that was extended. Yeah, walkabout. Went a little long. Maybe you lost service, no Wi-Fi. The Oscars occurred. Chris Rock is out there. He's doing a little bit. He's making fun of some people. Which is typical. And he says something about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Talking about her bald head. So he made a G.I. Jane joke. I didn't think it was that funny. I didn't think it was that funny. I didn't think it was... I, I also... Knew nothing myself. I don't know about Chris Rock. I didn't know um, that she was going through this alopecia and you know hair loss and and the, that it was a sensitive subject. I also didn't know that. Um, but even that stuff aside, I, I personally didn't think it was a funny joke. But and it's on Will Smith, the camera. He's laughing. Then it goes and Jada Pinkett's not happy though. No, she's she's not happy. Pissed. She's not happy. You could tell from her. Uh, Facial expression, she didn't like the joke. She didn't yeah. appreciate it. The camera then goes to Chris Rock, you know, and he's he's up there. Next thing you know, Will Smith is walking briskly. Yeah, with a rapid pace. Yes, towards Chris Rock on stage. And it's like, whoa, what's going on here? One thing I'll say is from the back, like where you're watching it, uh-huh. like because you're watching him walk towards Chris Rock, 
it didn't look that aggressive to me. The gate. It was brisk. It, it looked pretty aggressive to me. Okay. So, you know, he then walks up and very, I mean, the precision and the form of the slap were very admirable. Okay. I mean, it, it was crazy. It came quick. I mean, yeah, it was just he like, wasn't fucking around. It was just like, huh? Yeah. Slaps him. Chris Rock eats it. Absolutely eats it. He eats it. He, like he kind of stumbles. There's a little lean with it, rock yeah. with it, but then he's right back. Yeah. You know, it's like the, um, and his hands are behind his back. It was almost like one of those, we've talked about it before the slap, uh, contests, the sport yeah. of slapping. Yeah. That, I mean, that is a thing. If you didn't know people slap each other and knock each other out, it's yeah. like, you know, arm wrestling meets slap boxing in, you know, uh, one-off fashion. Yeah. Anyway, he slaps him. Then immediately turns around. Yeah. I was like, wow. To me, that was almost more disrespectful than the slap. Yeah. Because it was like, wow, walk up, slap you, and then don't even respect your hands. And I'm just turning around. Yeah. You know, he kind of like fixed the the vest on his tux yeah. on his way back, which was, I was like, all right, cool. Some people thought initially that it was fake. They were like, is this part of the bit? But it looked pretty damn real. And he walks back and sits down and then he starts screaming at him. You know, uh, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. Yeah. And Chris Rock is clearly uh, shocked in the moment. And But again, he handled himself really well. I thought that we'll, we'll talk about Team Chris, Team Will, et cetera, et cetera. I thought he handled himself pretty professionally. Yeah. Because- oh, he definitely took the the professional, uh, like, high road. If yeah. That's, I, I, I don't – I'm not uh, – you know, he's a better man than me because I could never let a – a dude slapped me in the face and then just no repercussions, especially if he turned his back like that, because that's like, I'm going Bobby Boucher spear tackle. You know, I'm, I'm grabbing him. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just taking him uptown and, and, so and shoulder, and you put that shoulder on him. I'm, oh, you know, I'm known like, for putting like, the shoulder like on Like we talked about. So you're going to put that right into his, the small of his back. I think I'm going lower. I'm going hamstring with it. Oh, see, no, I'd go back. No, I'm going low and then I'm taking them uptown, and I'm taking them up off the stage. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm, I'm going I'm, for more I'm going, of like a, a this I'm, situation. For anyone who can see, like this. I'm going macho you're, man. You're trying to lift them off the ground. Yeah, I'm going macho man Randy Savage. Okay. And um, Chris Rock considered it. He considered it, right? Like So right when he gets slapped, you know, and he's kind of in that lean mode, you can see he kind of starts to ball his fist up instinctually, like, do I fire on this dude? And then he's like, man, wow. So um, Will Smith, obviously, the, the only thing that threw me off was that initially he laughed at the joke. Yeah. So then something happened that we didn't see. Well, the camera cuts. The camera cuts. So we don't know what happened. But clearly he saw that his wife didn't like it. Yeah. And so he, you know, took matters into his own hands. So I guess, um, and then- Chris Rock says, oh, I could, you know, I, I didn't know if he was going to start letting like August Alsina jokes fly yeah. or what he was going to do, but he's like, ah, yeah. and then he kind of just, you know, collects himself. He says, man, greatest uh, night in television history. Yeah. And he almost had the the flawless performance, but then he kind of messed up on the documentary thing where he said, we're going to hand out a documentary yeah. for an award instead of an award for a documentary. And then he kind of recalibrated. Yeah. But all in all, he stayed very calm. He didn't touch his face once. Yeah. 
I think the only thing I've ever seen that was more impressive is the Kobe ball fake. The Kobe ball fake. So two things actually. Okay, it's a Matt Barnes ball fake. I guess right. It's it's Matt Barnes pretending to throw the ball at Kobe and he doesn't flinch. Rest in peace, Mamba. Yeah, and the most Mamba thing plies falling off a stage. Yeah, and his, and hat, his doesn't, hat doesn't come off. Yeah, and like it doesn't even move. Yeah, see, I've never seen anything like it. It really did. De- like Def- defies it, logic and physics. It definitely defied both of those things. So this would be number three like he doesn't even touch his face doesn't rub the cheek nothing and you know he got smacked with his hands behind his back yeah so now and then things just continue denzel came in between uh on a commercial commercial break break and kind of i guess we're deep diving this yeah yeah. i mean because really what else is there to talk about i mean this is this is the talk of the town there's a lot of things i mean they got the tournament ncaa tournament this bumps to the front of the list for sure for sure you know, St. Peter's, good story. You know, we got to talk about the Oscars. Yeah. So then Denzel says to him, uh, it was a quote. I kind of like the quote, actually. It said, uh, be careful when you're at your highest moment because that's when the devil comes for you. Yeah. Something like that. I, I mean, you know. You're paraphrasing, yeah. potentially. Yeah, I might have missed a word or two in there. But shouts to, to Denzel. Yeah. We've talked about him many times here on the pod. Shoe program. Yeah, shoe program for sure. He's my favorite actor of all time. Absolutely. Not even close. Leonardo DiCaprio, number two. And hey, man, listen, I've been a fan of Will Smith since I was a kid. Yeah. You know, I I don't follow a ton of celebrities on Instagram just because I'm not as interested necessarily. Rather follow people kind of, you know, that I know or people who are in the same space as us. Yeah, or interact or, with. Or I guess like more smaller creatives because it feels a little bit more authentic. Yeah. But I do follow Will Smith and have been for a long time. As do I. We talked about when he... He unboxed a sneaker. Unboxed a sneaker. He emerged into the YouTube space a couple years yeah. ago. And I would say he's generally probably one of the most well-liked dudes in Hollywood. Absolutely. And longevity-wise, man, he's up there yeah. too. Who else could have done that and not even been escorted out? Denzel. Denzel could have done it. Um, Denzel definitely could have done it. I, there's just not many. You know, Leonardo? And, and I think Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think so. Um, but it's it's and it probably would matter who he was slapping yeah, yeah, and whatever. Sure. But it, it's man. It it almost speaks to just how well liked Will Smith is. Yeah. Also, my own personal opinion. Obviously, I have no inside information here. To me, and again, we've talked about it here on the pod. You mentioned it. Uh, when we kick things off, the entanglement was something that we talked about. Yeah. And you can go back and listen to that. I was on Will's side. As was I. It's, I, I never jumped on the let's make fun of Will Smith. No. And let's, you know, no, all, I love the, Will Smith. all the August Alcina jokes and this and that, because we don't really know what's going on behind closed doors. We don't know what's going on with the relationship. We don't know what's true, what's not true, and the whole thing. So I try to reserve a judgment. Absolutely. It's not for me to be judging anyway. You know, if they like it, I love it. You know, if they're happy, I'm happy. But um, so I guess I say that to say I don't think I have as much of it. It's weird because people always pick sides. Yeah, absolutely. It's just the way society is yeah, now. for sure. You know, it's like I don't know if it comes from politics or what it comes from, but it's like 
You either have to be way on that side or you've got to be way on that side and there's no in between. So for me, you know, I can relate. Sports is also similar. People treat sports the same. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's everything. I mean, it trickles down into everything. It trickles down into, you know, Starbucks versus Dunkin' or whatever it is. It's like you have to pick a side. Richer. Richer. And that's fine to... If you genuinely feel that way, yeah. but but I do feel there's a need. Like, do I think Chris Rock deserved to get slapped? You know, it's for me. That's subjective. Well, for me, like I said, I didn't think it was a funny joke. And now knowing what I know about the alopecia stuff and everything that she's going through, it's probably in bad taste. He maybe doesn't know about the jalapeno. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Yeah. And that's probably the disconnect. The that's probably the line. Yeah. If he did know, then it's probably a pretty cruel joke. Yeah. That he probably shouldn't have said. If he didn't know, then probably not. Yeah. Is Will Smith? You know, ultimately, could have he handled it in a better way? Probably. But is he wrong for defending his wife? I'm okay with it. You know, it's like, you know, the thing is, it's, I mean, I've, I've fought for much less than, than, than than someone, uh, insulting, you know, somebody that I love on national television. I mean, I've fought because I, you know, at the park for not thinking that the ball was out of bounds. Yeah. So it'd be a little hypocritical for me to, now I'm not necessarily doing that now today where I am, but things happen. I think I talked about it here on the pod. I, you know, I almost got into a physical altercation with an Amazon driver a few weeks ago. It, it was a. What, did I talk about that? You did. It, it, it was detail. wild. Yeah, yeah. He pulled over. He jumped out. He jumped out of the Sprinter van. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit, it's on!" I, I ran up on him. Yeah, yeah. Like I legit ran up on him. Now, thankfully, it didn't come to blows. Cooler heads prevailed. Cooler heads prevailed. You know, because I, I was gone. I was getting ready to put the shoulder. Yeah, on you're him. ready. And. Afterwards, you know, as I sat there in the car and both of my dogs looked at me in disgust, I thought, man, thank God that that didn't happen. Yeah. Because that could have been all bad. But you could lose your temper. It happens. It, it, it can happen. If you feel, you know, and, and this is the part that I, I can relate to, right? I, I'm all for the ha-ha and laughing and this and that, right? We have pretty thick skin. I, I don't get mad at what people say to me on the internet. But in real life, if I feel disrespected, it, it is, I'm not going to sit here and lie. My first initial reaction in most cases is violence, it is physical, you know, just because, you know, and I feel like, and let me also add a little asterisk here. I haven't been in a, the last physical altercation that I actually got into was, was years ago. Yeah. So it's not like I'm running around fighting people, but that is my first instinctive thing. You know, I'm also not walking around getting disrespected outside on a daily basis. So that is, I I, I think, I know that's a little bit more of like an old school perspective, but I think sometimes a physical altercation actually can be a pretty direct and healthy resolution, you know? And, and I think that, uh, that probably, if it was implemented a little bit more, I think we would, I think there would be less trolls. I think there would be less people walking around outside like assholes, being disrespectful, being rude, being inconsiderate, 
if when you did those things, you got smacked. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it's I'm not going to say Will Smith is a terrible guy for what he did. I'm not going to say uh, Chris Rock is a terrible guy for the joke that he made. Yeah. He's a comedian. He made a joke. Maybe it was in bad taste. Maybe and, not. And two grown men handled it the way they handled it. Yeah. And maybe, I, I guess my hope is that they can have a conversation about it. You know, it's a lot easier to have a conversation when you're, you know, you've had some time to cool yeah, yeah. down and, you know, you know, maybe not tomorrow, but, you know, maybe a couple weeks from now, maybe a couple months from now. But I would like, because there, when you think about like in the comedy realm, they're two of the biggest there is. Yeah, well, Will Smith's not a comedian, though. Well, but he's in the comedy realm. You know, I, I would say he's more like of a, especially now, more for sure. of like a like a full actor. Yeah, no, there's no question. But but he's still from that comedy realm. I mean, they've worked together on set before. Yeah. So they're they're both stars at what they do. Absolutely. And. I, I don't know. I, I'd like to think that there's some personal relationship Absolutely. there. Maybe there wasn't. Again, that's why it's so hard from the outside looking in and spectating on these things because you just don't know. Yeah. You don't know the nuances of it. You don't know if maybe Will was upset with something that he said a couple years ago. And so there was already a little bit of uh, animosity there. A, a little bit of uh, volcanic. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, you put the vinegar in a low broil. Yeah, yeah, you put the vinegar in the baking soda goes like this. Science class. Yeah, yeah. you know, or maybe science fair. Maybe it was the last two years of Will Smith getting made fun of about his personal life yeah, yeah. And, and what was going on with his wife and this and that. And he was the butt of all these different jokes on social media. Nobody's safe. Yeah. When it comes to Twitter. When it comes to Instagram, when it comes to memes, people are going to get them off. Yeah. You know, it's just uh, the nature of the beast. But maybe that stuff had already been accumulating and and that joke and maybe seeing the way his wife looked in that moment, maybe that was enough to kind of boil over. And, uh, you know, the, the follow through on the slap, it was crazy. The follow through was almost like those old Batman cartoons, like, bam. Yeah, well, I saw that a freeze frame, and then also the Batman. Oh, I didn't see that, by the way. That was organic. Yeah. I just thought of that. I didn't. If there was a meme of that, I didn't see it. It's a meme. It's all over the place. Well, so it just goes to show you how accurate that is. Then. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a. Was that a car alarm outside? Could be. I'm not sure. Hopefully, it's not mine. Damn, somebody doesn't like my podcast takes. Yeah, there it is. Uh, so, just uh, in summary, in summation of me. I'm not Team Will, and I'm not Team Chris. All right, so essentially, a little different than your thoughts. What don't you agree with? I don't necessarily. I don't think it was a funny joke. I didn't like hear that joke and go, "Ha ha ha!" Was so funny. But you're, I don't. I think you're a little more Team Chris. I don't think it was. Maybe I'm a little more Team Will. I just don't think it was really inappropriate. Like now, if he knows that she's got alopecia, then it's inappropriate. You know right. what I mean? But well, that's exactly what I said. Yeah, but I'm assuming that he doesn't know that. I don't know. She's been pretty public about it. I mean, I didn't know about it. Yeah, but, you know, you're also not in Hollywood and not probably connected as much. 
I mean, that guy's got a lot more going on than I got going on. Probably. Yeah, but he's also in Hollywood. For sure. You know, it's I'm like. I'm just saying that there's a high possibility he has no idea. I don't know if I'd say there's a high possibility. I'd say it's 50-50. You know, it's, he obviously had to give that, I'm sure he, he maybe read his spiel to some other comedians. I'm sure the Oscars knew what he was going to say. Yeah, or maybe. Somebody or, might, or maybe he was just. And nobody know, said, oh, hey, by the way, you know, she's got alopecia. Who knows? I'm not going to assume. Okay. But what I am going to say is that I'm not mad at him for smacking Chris Rock. I'm not mad at Chris Rock for not fighting back. Or, like, I think he handled it well. I think Will handled it the way he thought he should handle it. Okay. So, essentially, the same thing I said. I don't, I think, I, 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 I don't think, know where you're varying I here. think that, like, if you were, were, let's say we're 50-50 on who we're on the sides of, because uh-huh. we're not on one side. Right. I would say you're, like, 53% Will okay. and 47 uh, Chris Rock, and I'm the other way. All right. So I'm a, a six percent swing, yeah, three and three. Yeah, I'm a little bit more on Chris Rock's side, I think. All right, well, we'll see. You yeah. know, also what I'll say is those shows, basically, the people that are up there making jokes and stuff, like the hosts, uh-huh. they make jokes uh, about the people there. Like you can see, like, well, for sure, everybody kind of knows the format of it, and there had been jokes told before that Will was laughing yeah. at, and I, I, I think if you look at his history. He's always been a guy. That's what I mean. Like he does come from that comedy realm. He's always been a guy. If you follow him on Instagram, he's always been a guy that can kind of laugh at himself, oh, absolutely, and joke around for whatever reason. I, you know, I, I, I don't know what it is. Sometimes that oh you yeah, know, something. Sometimes it happens. I'm, that I'm makes not somebody lose with, their temper. Yeah, I'm not like, I'm not like overly upset with Will Smith. It seems like you're like maybe like I don't know. 70-30 no, no, in no, favor no, no. of- No, no, absolutely not. I think that uh, him not expecting like a, a physical altercation to happen was a little bit like, that's like a little bit outside of like what I would understand. What do you mean? If the, someone's walking up? No, like the way he did it, I don't think Chris Rock thought it was going to get physical or I don't think he would have just stood there. You can't let someone like into your physical space. I. I think at some point during that walk, because as he's walking up, he says, "Uh uh-oh. And then as he gets closer, I think you know uh, this dude's not happy. I think you can see it. Yeah, maybe you like faint a punch, and then it's like- Well, no, I I think he thought that, I think he didn't want to get into a physical altercation on national television at the Oscars. Yeah. And was maybe, you know, in a a non-aggressive stance- thinking that that could maybe diffuse the situation or maybe they would kind of banter back and forth a little bit. Yeah. Who knows? But for getting caught off guard, like I said, he surely ate it. Yeah, no, but so what I'll say is when he turns around, though, immediately, like him just like acting like it was going to be like a one-hit-or-quitter situation. Right. It, that's wild to me. That's like the most wild part of it. Yeah. I mean, he could have punched him. So, uh, you know, I guess I'm glad that it was a slap because, you know, less damage done. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, as we perceived when we saw no damage done. Yeah. No. I mean, uh, you know, Diddy was talking about it afterwards, you know, the chin. Yeah. You know, he he, resp- <laughs> he, he, resp- he respected the chin <laughs> of Chris Rock, you know, who knew? And then. He won the best Oscar or 
he then he won, won the best Oscar. Or he won the Oscar for the best actor. And the first part of his speech was that um, uh, Venus and Serena's father, what, uh, why am I going like Richard, um, was a fierce protector of his family. Yeah. So it kind of seemed like a double entendre. I don't know. So he, you're saying he was method acting like you like to do. He was he was in, he was he was in he the, was so in that role and he didn't jump out of that role until he got the Oscar. Yeah, you know. So you're saying he was in the zone. That's what you're saying. It's it's. Uh, I, I guess the only thing that kind of sucks is you know we've been wanting Will Smith to win a Oscar for for a while now. Yeah, and now the only thing people are talking about today is the slap, is the altercation, and not as much about the Oscar. So, yeah. but you know, I think as time goes on and and Tempers cool. Yeah. The the last thing I'll say is Yeah, because then we we do gotta move on. Okay, you're done with the deep dive. Yeah, well it, it's you it, said what you said. It's enough. And do, you're do, you done. Have, do you have anything that's different? Yeah, absolutely. I think that it saved the Oscars. Because the Oscars are boring? The Oscars suck. No, who gives a shit about the Oscars? Damn. Was it premeditated both parties in on it? And they said, listen, this is gonna get a lot of traffic. I mean it. It's what? insane. I mean, more people are talking about the Oscars right now than probably in the past 10 years. And in a lot of ways, because of social media ever. Well, that's what I was saying when we first turned the microphones on is, man, the slap heard around the world. They censored it out here, but in Australia and a few other places. I saw a Japanese one. The Japanese one, they didn't have uh, the censoring. Yeah, yeah. And you could hear everything that was transpiring. Yeah. yeah. You know, Will yelling at him. Chris Rock is like, dude, it was a G.I. Jane joke. Yeah. That was the moment where I guess I probably agree with what you said, where it kind of did seem like he didn't know about the stuff that Jada Pinkett Smith has verbalized and struggling with. Yeah. And, you know, when he was like, dude, it was a G.I. Jane yeah. joke. To me, that made it feel like, oh, he just made a joke because she had a bald head. Yeah. You know? And then it turned into, obviously, something else. So- I, you know, I hope it gets resolved. As do I, and I think that Denzel probably will mediate a resolution, mm. if I had to guess. Wow, Denzel. Yeah. What a dude, huh? The best. The best there is. Love Denzel. The best there was, the best there is. The best there ever will be. The best there ever will be, yeah. man. Damn. There All you right. go. You know, maybe we need a, uh, you know, here. here's what we actually need. I mean, come on. Not you know. more T-Pain, please. I'm so wow, T shots at T Pain. Not a T Pain. He did he did rhyme mansion with Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin and, and Mansion. That, that's incredible. And that's the greatest thing he's ever done. Wow. T Pain slander. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. No, I won't say it's slander. It's Bring it. Bring it. Oh, okay, here we go. Big Willie style. He was uh, uh he was partying afterwards. Yeah, I mean he won the Oscar. Lifelong dream. He don't give a rip, dog. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance floor pro, I know, you know, I go psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit, gotta get jiggy with it. That's it, the honey, honey, come ride. DKNY. DKNY. Donna Karen, New York. Wow. There we go. Damn, getting real 90s with it. So, um,. Man, there it is. There it is. The Oscars. The slap heard around the world. Yeah. Damn. 
And I'm telling you, I think it made the Oscars relevant again because next year people are, I guarantee you, going to tune in. So does everyone come out a winner? I think Chris Rock kind of comes out on the meme side of things, a huge loser. I don't think so. I, I don't think so. From, you know, I think, um, you know, just, I, just from the meme side, I think like in actuality. Yeah, maybe from the meme side, but he he, he really ha- like he handled himself like very, it was, I'm trying to think what the energy was, like very unbothered energy. Yeah, I think he was baffled. I think he was yeah. flabbergasted. I think he was. I think he was uh, trying to figure it out. I do wish he nailed that line when he was going back into the documentary nah, award. It's whatever. That, that, that doesn't. So you still give. What do you give it? Performance. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10. And then Questlove won. So it's really like an 11 out of 10. Questlove won. Yeah. That was a good one. Like, right. Here's my question. Do you know who won the Oscars last year? Nah. Neither do I. I don't watch the Oscars. Neither do I. But yeah. I know who won this year. That's yeah. my point. Ah. So everyone's a winner. Like I said, on the meme side. Not so much, but on the other side. And in reality side. What will Chris Rock's next comedy show, what will his ticket prices be? I think people be, are going to want to see, yo, is there going to be some some Will Smith jaded jokes in here? Yeah. Damn. You know, it, does Will Smith pull a 50 cent and like what he did to Ja Rule and buy out all the tickets? So it's empty. So it's empty. Yeah. So and the, it's just him in there, sitting in there. Yeah. Damn. Clapping like Shia LaBeouf. You know what wow. I'm talking about? I know what you're talking yeah. about. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? All right. Well, what else? It feels like we can only go down from here. Yeah, but, you know. That's feels like way, coming out of this? Yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes. Yeah. You open with, you know, when you give them your best shot. It's climactic in the beginning. Yeah. It's not the way we normally do it. Man. I think it actually is the way we normally do it. <laughs> hey, Richard. Richard. Okay, NCAA, St. Peter's, baby. Yeah. Shaheen Cinder- Holloway, baby. Cinderella run came to an end. The I, slipper no longer fit. Yeah, but I was I was really proud of him. There's the first 15 seed ever to make it into the Elite Eight. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. you did it or Roberts did it, but they, they only got to the Sweet 16. Shaheen Holloway, great coach. Looks like he's getting ready to... Uh, get on with Seton Hall, his alma mater, where he played. He's a New York City guy, and he reminded people he was a New York City guy. See, people think he's a Jersey dude because he played at St. Pat's in Elizabeth, and he went to uh, Seton Hall, right? Which is also in Jersey, yeah. Jersey, East Orange, right? And um, is Seton Hall an an East Orange address? I think it is. I do believe it's the East Orange address. Let me just check it out real quick. You know, we love to fact check here. I don't love to fact check. So people think he's a Jersey guy, but it was a post-game interview. Yeah, they were like, you're a Jersey guy. How does this feel? Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, man, I love the community, blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, but I'm a New York guy. I'm a New York City he's, guy. He said, he said, Jersey adopted me. This is why I wanted to actually verify. South Orange. South Orange. South Orange, but close to EO is, yeah. is, is, is the point. Um, shouts to East Orange, New Jersey, by EO, the way. EO, SO. Great place. Yeah. So, you know, going into it, I thought they were probably going to lose. North Carolina's really good. I, I thought for sure they were going to lose. And also, one thing I'll say is, the well, the first two games, that's where you, you see the upsets. But then the team has like a week to prepare, five days, and there's less upsets there. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it, it, it becomes tougher and tougher because... The teams get better and better. Well, there's that. You know, the teams get hotter and hotter as far as, like, you know, everybody in the Elite Eight 
is basically going to be hot. Yeah, they're feeling it. Yeah, like everybody. So everyone's in rhythm. They're adjusted to the flow of the tournament, and it becomes a little more difficult. And for St. Peter's, they had chances. You know, they missed a lot of open shots, and, you know, the magic ran out a little bit. But I think everyone fell in love with that team from the coach to the players. Yeah. I mean, how about Doug Eater? My boy. Doug Eater, he's got the mustache, mustache gang. Mustache boys. From Nutley, New Jersey. Yeah. Shouts to him, man. It, 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 was a, it was a really fun team to watch. It was obviously a fantastic story. They ran into UNC, who was the better team on that day. But, but what I'll say is everyone wins because now we get to see Duke-UNC in the Final Four, which is insane. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm here for it. They just played a you know a few weeks ago in the ACC tournament, and UNC pummeled them. Was that the ACC tournament? That was the last game at Cameron Indoor. Oh, so maybe it was the last regular season game. Yeah. Okay. Because it was like it was like Coach K's last game at Cameron Indoor. That's right. That makes sense. And but they got they got their asses kicked. Yeah. Yeah. No. UNC definitely um, did and a Je- number on and them. And Jerry Seinfeld was sitting with Adam Silver. Oh, I missed that part. I, I I looked up. I said, "What? what what's?" I said, "Is that Jerry Seinfeld? Is that Adam Silver? What's going on?" No, I knew it was Adam Silver. You can't mistake that guy. But I was like, "This guy next to him." You could mistake Jerry Seinfeld. You can't mistake him really. Although he looks a little different because his show was on like forty years ago. Nah, not actually forty years, but it was just an odd pairing. You don't expect Jerry Seinfeld to be sitting next to Adam Silver. Mm, interesting. You feel me or no? No, I don't feel you. I think I would have recognize them both instantly and be like, wow, okay, interesting. This is a, this is a prime time. This is uh well, I mean, marquee. This is spotlight matchup. So that is what I did, but I just thought, is that Jerry Seinfeld? Yeah, I recognized him immediately. And then I thought, hmm. I, well, well, what I'm telling you is I wouldn't have the, is the, is that Jerry Seinfeld? So you moment. would have delivered perfectly. You wouldn't have said you're handing out a documentary. That's what you're saying. I don't, I don't see the correlation. It's an interesting analogy. <laughs> Try, I mean, I Chris know Rock why. didn't handle it well. I know what you're trying to do. He didn't word it well. He did what I did. You're saying you wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have You're trying to pit me against Chris Rock. No, Chris Rock, I'm if you're tuning to... in right now, if you're listening, listen. I, I'm absolutely not trying to pit you against Chris Rock. I don't want any smoke. Yeah. No smoke. So um, I want Duke to win. Me too. It, it, it just feels like. Uh, That's the story. Yeah. It just feels like, you know, we talk about magic and, and and that kind of stuff it, it feels like it would be kind of cool coach k he's given a lot to the game his last hurrah yeah a storybook ending i call that yeah i think it would be i think it would be kind of cool but i mean man that unc team is really good and then on the other side you've got uh villanova and kansas and kansas they call these blue blood programs yeah could Top go anyway the the, these feel like the best four teams right now yeah no so it feels like Things worked out the way they were supposed to. You know, we'll see how it goes. So, I, I, you know, predictions. You know, we like to put stuff on wax over here. Duke, I got Duke. I'm going to go Duke. I'm going Duke beating Nova. Okay, I will go Duke over Kansas. Okay, you know, and there we go. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Do we want to get some more music? What do you want to do? Let's play a little music, and then we'll figure out what we want to talk about next. You know, I think. I mean, yeah, I have a whole list. Oh, okay. Stonk update. Okay, so again, I, I, you know, it was going good for a while there. When was it going good? I've never heard anything good. 
You only tell me when it's going badly. Out of your. It was all good just a week ago. It was a rocket ride. Rocket man. Word to Elton John. There you go. Or Young Thug. Either way. Both classics. There was a movie called Rocket Man. I want to say the actor's name was Harlan Gravity. Williams. Wow. It's the cop in Dumb and Dumber. Random fact. That drinks the pee. Working against me. I think when you're singing like this and you say me, you got to put like almost like a, there's a little like me. There's a little, you got to put like a little, um, I don't know, a little fluff in there. A little, uh, a little down comforter at the end of the syllable. Okay. Say it again. I'm confused. May. Okay. Let me see. Gravity is working against me. Damn. You think I could do this guy's ad libs? Absolutely not. Like live, though. No, get the. Richard. Richard. You could do that. I could do that. Mad non sequitur ad libs. Stonks. You know, here, I'll let you listen to the greatest John Mayer song of all time. I mean, you've played both of these songs? I don't think I've ever played this one. Yeah, you have. What song am I going to play? It's about the stairs, open the door. Oh, I, I played that. You played Damn. it like many times, probably Damn. five times. Rosie, come down and get the dough yeah. for me. See, you got to drop the, you know, you got to drop the R. And I gotta, I, I got to talk to him about that. See, listen. Rosie, come down and get the dough for me. Come, see, see. I, so he I, didn't drop the R. No, I got to talk to him about okay. it. That's why I said, come down, down and get, get the dough for me. me. So see, here's what I'm going to say. Come down and get the dough. He's painting a nice picture because you realize that the bedroom's on the second floor. Yeah. No, for sure. This is like classic romance. Or is it on the third floor? Or is she in an apartment building and she can't buzz him in? She's on a fifth floor walk up. She's got to walk all the way down. The buzz is broken. The way I see it is she's on the second floor. You know, it's New York City. Okay. All right. Even though it's probably more likely LA. She's on the second floor. Yeah. In an apartment building. You know, she's not buzzing him in. Fire escape. No, he's saying come down, you know? No, she didn't buzz him in maybe initially or maybe, you know, I, so I think when you can sing like him and you can play the guitar, I don't think he probably hit the buzzer. He just, he's going into a spiel right outside the window. So he's doing what they call that, I call that a happy Gilmore. Yeah, this is a serenade. Yeah. Yeah, this is what, it, I mean, it's what you do, man. This is what you dream of. Do you remember the happy Gilmore scene that I'm talking I, about? I do. Listen. We're, wearing the Bruins jersey. Love it. remember when we used to be. So he's like, you know, remember the happy times. Yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, I've heard this. I know you said no mo for me. See, you got to drop the R on that too. On more. Yeah, I know you mo. said. Yeah, exactly. Listen. So you got, I call that the Buster Rhymes. You said no mo for me. Yeah, give me some mo. But that was all before this dream that just, just came to me, me, me. Don't leave Okay, I see what you're doing here. It's not good, but I see it. He's going to start getting really romantic here. Don't leave me here. Don't leave me here, baby. Under the, the January rain. Come let me in. Okay. Take my heart by the hand. And lead me back to your room. Back to your room. And sing me your tune. Okay. Yeah. There we go. That's the best. That's the best one that he ever did, man. He's done some good ones. I've played some that I like better than that one. 
What do you, do you are you saying? You want to get in on the mix here? Are you going to play no, a song? I've, we've already done this. I, I, we've I, I we've literally like, done this exact same thing. It's like deja vu for me that you're not remembering. I feel like I'm not talking about play a John Mayer song. I'm talking about do you want to play a song? Oh, we, we got dogs barking. We got see, visitors. Uh oh, hang see, on. We got guard dogs down here. So just you know, keep it in mind. Yeah. Take talk, note. Talk to me nice. You going to go check that out? Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Okay, we're back. You know, had to check the, you know, it could have been a delivery. You don't know. It could have been Ace Ventura. Yeah. You know, kicking our package down the street and then throwing it at the back door. But it was a false alarm. Ooh, you boo-boo. Ooh, you boo-boo. Ooh, you boo-boo. Initials here, 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 sign there. All righty Yeah. I can't tell you how funny that was the first time I watched it. Absolute classic. I'll never get over it. It was one of the funniest things ever. Absolute classic. Um. Okay. I'm just browsing through music here. I know we have stuff to talk about, but I'm like, man. Man, let me just play the same songs that I play on almost every episode. Damn. All right. So you're saying you want some new stuff. I'm saying you got to get more variety or you got to just. I mean, I opened this up with a new song and you didn't like it. That's fine. So it's kind of like, dang. No, that's fine. I don't like a lot of the songs you play. All right. That you play all the time. Here we go. You wanted it. You got it. No, no, I, I would like Every less music. My hand reaches for yours. Yours. I feel the hesitation. I'm sure that you're not sure. Oh, wow, he's Every sure you're not sure. Okay. Mine. Do you know who this is? No idea. See, you don't know music, man. Michael Bublé. Oh, Bublé. I, I was going to say Enrique Iglesias. Wow, that is. I can I'm be offended. your hero, baby. Yeah. All right. You got I a little Enrique Iglesias vibe going on. Pain. Yeah. Damn. All right. Do we just keep playing music? No, Do no, we just no. Make no, this no. like a no, no. We get oh, in wow. trouble. Yeah, yeah. We we got to get right, away no from more. the music. No more music. All right. Let's Spotify see. is they're coming for us. All right. Let's see what uh see what else we can deep dive here. Bad vegan. Okay. Yeah. I, a, I wrote that down. Two words. Bad vegan. Yeah. Have you, did you finish it? I feel like I talked a lot on the slap altercation. Yeah. I'll let you kick it off with this. Bad Vegan, I don't know if I finished it. I think I did like five episodes. How many episodes are there? I think there's five. I think I I think I did finish it then. Here's what I'll say, and then you can take it away. Okay, there we go. Hey, thank you, buddy. Three episodes, too many. It was too long. Yeah, yeah. So it was drawn out. Here's my thoughts. I do a lot of true crime, and this falls under true crime. All right. Yeah, like white collar crime. No, no, but absolutely, like the whole, like... I don't know why I said collar like that. Collar? Collar. Yeah. Maybe it was the Buble. Yeah. The Buble Damn. gotcha. Damn. <laughs> Buble, he does it, man. He just seeps right into your body. Yeah. All right. So here's what I'm going to say, because that's 100% a true crime, uh, like, documentary. Like if That's true, not how I would describe it, if, but continue. If true crime doesn't exist, that documentary doesn't get made. Like, everything right. about it was set up like a true crime documentary one a million percent i'm just saying that as a avid true crime person all right get your shit off dog yeah get it off like even the part where i'm gonna spoil alert this Mm -hmm. so for anyone who wants to watch you haven't watched it yet and you want to watch it it's on netflix and um hey hey, no free shout outs no free shout outs somewhere no free shout outs it's somewhere out there but you can find it pretty easily (laughs) and uh what else it's uh oh uh, fast forward about five minutes Take it away. Maybe a little longer than that. Oh, wow. You're yeah. going deep dive. Yeah. I mean, you got your time. I got to get I'm gonna, my time. I, I'm going to say you're long-winded. I'm going to say that you talked for 30 minutes about the slap, and you just because kept Because you were saying, adding nothing. You were bringing no, nothing no, to the no, party. You, you just kept on saying, well, uh, you know, uh, yeah, you know. Uh. No, that's not true at all. The 
you're the guy who comes to the BYOB party and brings nothing. No, no. Oh, <laughs> let me tell you something. <laughs> let, let, me tell you something. You, let me tell you something. <laughs> you bring the steel reserve? No, absolutely not. I'm coming with Mad the St. Ives. Mad Dog 2020. St. Ives 40 ounces. No, I'm coming with uh, Malbec wine, red wine. Damn, a fancy guy. Yeah. All right. First time you ever got drunk. You don't have to tell us the exact situation or scenario, age, nothing like that. But I'm I'll tell everything. What did no, I, I know you will, and I don't want you to. <laughs> what did you drink? What I, was the beverage? I drank uh hypnotic. Wow. <laughs> hypnotic Holy mixed shit. with Sprite remix. Oh no. I got absolutely wasted. <laughs> wow. Now you gotta mix the hypnotic with the Hennessy. The Incredible Hulk. We call that the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah that's old school right there. Yeah. Juvenile okay. has a line about it. So you you drank hip and Hennessy in your glass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Hypnotic, for anyone who doesn't know, is a fluorescent Carolina blue drink. Probably so many chemicals in it. Carolina blue kicks. Yeah. Damn. That- Carolina blue kicks, Carolina blue lick. Okay. I was uh, you know, uh two forty ounces of St. Ides. How old were you? Twelve I was twelve years old. I said I don't want to get into this. I was in Queens, New York. Okay. Queens, New York. Twelve years old. Two the home of Shaheen Holloway. The home of Shaheen Holloway. Yeah. Everything comes full circle. Yeah, man. there we go. And uh two two bottles, two forty ounces of St. Ides to the Fizace. That's a lot for a twelve year old. I was a big twelve year old, but nonetheless. I mean that's a lot. That's a lot for a grown man. Yeah. I don't know if I totally finished polished the second one off. Because in Florida they because don't have man, forty ounces. You can man, only buy a thirty two ounce. Yeah. So we don't even have a 40 ounce. St. Ides. Man, I got to get the St. Ides tattoo just out of respect. Okay. You know, just to remember where I come from. Yeah. Take it away. So I was 16. So you waited a little bit longer. Yeah. No, I don't want to hear your drunk story. You don't want to hear it? No, I, I want you to go back into the, you've already won up me because you had the hypnotic. <laughs> All right. I'm going to throw one other alcoholic beverage out here. Jagerbomb? No. Alizé. <laughs> Man, you know this. I've thrown up almost like- Probably like four times in my life. You're not a throw up guy. One of them was off the Alize. Yeah. Yeah. One of them was off the Alize. And it was also that same type of color, you know? And it was just like, wow, you know? Looked the same going out as it did going in. Yeah. There we go. Oh, okay. Now tell you, me. You, you're pointing this too aggressively. See, if I was well, Chris Rock, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't have allowed it. Let me, very quickly, before we talk about Bad Vegan, let's talk about the water influencer that has told us that all of the drinks we like I, are shit. Man, listen. Our ability to stay on task, as my teachers used to say, listen, it wasn't good then, and it's not good now. Would you say it's worse now? No, I'd say it's the same. I've I've never been able to stay on task. I'm a great task person. No, you're you're horrible. No, no, you're worse than I am. Do here's what we're trying to do. We're trying to entertain people with what we say. The water is more entertaining. I'm not than necessarily bad trying to entertain. I'm just trying to kick it. No, no, I, for sure. I can I kick it? Yes, you can. Yeah. I, I just want to, this is what I want our podcast to be, you know, as a, a genre and this and that, and what kind of podcast is it? It goes under entertainment. I just want people who turn it on and hit play to feel like they're hanging out with us for an hour because they are. Yeah. And, uh, and that's my vibe. That's definitely my vibe as well. And, and I don't mind jumping around from topic to topic. You know, I like to think of it like, you know, I'm like a frog. I'm like a really classy, elegant prince frog okay and i'm jumping if you get kissed by a princess you turn into a prince exactly okay and i'm just jumping from lily pad to lily pad and those lily pads are topics exactly okay exactly so but you just you just like you go nuts 
You just go ape shit. But the thing is, like, you're a bit of a maniac. I don't. I wouldn't say I'm a maniac. Right now, you're wearing a trucker hat. That's true. All right. You've got the mustache. That's also true. You've got the mullet. That's true. It's a crazy vibe. You know. I don't think it's that crazy. I got a white shirt on. Like, I mean, it's not like it's. You've not- got a Godfather unreleased, uncivilized shirt on. You've got the Cuban link chain with the rope and the marital gold ring. Yes. I wear it here. It. You wear it there so, you know, it doesn't... Uh, doesn't hurt my finger. Yeah, but, you know, you still want to rep the set. Yeah. And it's just like, I'm thinking, like, what does this guy do for a living? And we talked about this before. What do I do? I think you sell meth out of the back of a trailer. I'll be honest with you. No. It's no? not what I do. No, no. It's, I'm saying, what does it look like you do? I, I mean, no, I live with you. No, it doesn't look like I sell meth, dude. Are you kidding me? Yeah, out of the back of a trailer. No, no way. But it's like kind of a nice trailer. Like, maybe the trailer has, like, 20s on it. Okay. Okay. Spinners. <laughs> oh wow! Now you're considering yeah. it. I could see that. Yeah. Okay. I, I could see that. That's a boss move. If your trailer has spinners, yeah, that's big time. I, I and want, I mean, we've lived in a trailer park before, and we certainly didn't have spinners. Yeah. No. No. No we trailers. What I will say is, I one time saw a G wagon. It was one of the first times I saw a G wagon. The spare tire on the back had a spinner. Yeah, that's gangster. And I was like, wow, that guy's got five fucking spinners on this thing. Yeah, that's big time. Like that's how you fully commit. Yeah. That's how you fully commit. So anyway, do you want to say anything about the water? Do you want to talk to me about the water? So I've got Fiji right here. Okay, no free shout outs, okay. but sorry, we just did it again. Yeah. yeah. So there is a, a German man and he's a water influencer. It appears. And he goes into a gas station. What an awesome way to make a living. Yeah. yeah. But continue. He goes into a gas station mm-hmm. and he basically breaks down all the water. He tells you what the good, the bad and the ugly. Yeah. yeah. And, he, and, and he pulls no punches. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, this is garbage. Oh, this is, this is garbage. All right. Was that pretty good? I'd have to, you know, I only saw the clip one time. It's from TikTok, right? He's a TikTok water influencer. I don't know. So that's a that's a German accent? Yeah. Give it to me again. Oh, is that this garbage? Is that this garbage? It's, is there almost like a little petty in there? A petty? A wee wee? It's, it, to me, oh, that sounds like French a, now? That, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, French is like, ha, ha, ha. Damn. All right. That's like a chef, a French chef. All right. So you're going Little Mermaid. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That guy's French. All right, so you're going Little Mermaid, French Chef. I, well, I think there was just a little French mixed in with your German, is, is my assessment. But continue. You threw me off now, but basically, he loves Fiji. Uh huh. He, he hates smart water, which I love smart water. Yeah, it hurts me because I love smart water and He's I like, love Essentia. Pure, purified tap water. I love Essentia. He doesn't like that. He doesn't, Damn. he doesn't like Essentia. He doesn't like smart water. He doesn't like Aquafina. He doesn't like Dasani, which I was like, okay, good. No one likes Dasani. No one likes Dasani. Have you ever met anyone who liked Dasani? No. I didn't never met a single person who liked it. I never saw someone drinking it like, oh man, finally I got a good water. No, but they've got like, they must be like mafia run because they get contracts with people where that's like all they serve. Well, like I want to say Subway is down with Dasani. So here's the deal. It's a, Coca, wanna, it's a Coca-Cola company. There's definitely an airline that I've traveled on that I've flown on. Well, it's, it's cause they have a Coca-Cola contract. That's what I'm saying. You know? So, I, so, right. so they're in there. No, I'm not saying. I've drank Dasani many a time. It's mob run is what I'm saying. Okay. Godfather. Hey. Hmm. You're going to take this water. You're going to take this water. You're going to drink it. And you're going to shut the fuck up about it. Listen. Luca Brasi, give it to him. Let him figure it out. Yeah. So here's what I say. I've drank Dasani many a time, but I've never been happy about it. Ever. Not a single time. It's purely... It's purely survival. Yeah, it's survival. You got to stay hydrated. Yeah, like, what do you want me to do body. here? Yeah, yeah. So I don't mind Aquafina. Aquafina is like a, a water that 
seems like it's also universally hated. But I don't understand that because I'm like, eh. It's got a little plasticky taste to it. Not as much as Dasani. It's not as bad as Dasani, but it's it's definitely not towards but, the top of the list. But the German uh, the German man, okay, the German, he liked Poland Springs or Poland Spring, I think, which I hate. I don't like it at all. But I guess it is actually spring water. So the guy was big on spring water. Yeah, Any he, Anything that was spring water that was like legitimate spring water. He was like, see, I don't really have a, a problem if it's not spring water, if it's purified, as long as it's purified well. Yeah. Well, that's what it comes down to. You know, when I, I ah, yeah. And then he I was mean, talking about the pH. I think Essentia. What, did he disrespect Deer Park? No, no. Because that I, I can't abide by. Deer Park sucks. Okay. Holy shit. <laughs> that's like the same thing almost as like the Nestle water. <laughs> you like Deer Park? You let me down. <laughs> no, we don't like Deer Park. My two favorites are, well, my three favorites, Essentia, Smart Water, and Fiji. But the problem with Fiji is I always feel like there's a huge upcharge on the bottle. Yeah, I just feel like I'm doing a lot with the bottle. It feels a little wasteful. It feels a little extravagant and a little, uh, damn, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm looking for a word. Extra is the word. No, it's a better word than that. Bougie. It means like, uh, it's not frivolous. It's um, it definitely bougie, but like, um, man, damn it! What's wh- give me some uh, like not other exor- words? Not exorbitant. It's like when something is too superfluous. No, it's like when egregious. Some- no, it's like when something is too gratuitous. No, it's like too fancy. It's too over the top. Decadent. Decadent sounds kind of right. But I feel like there's something else. Decadent is the right word. Anyway, whatever. See, this is why I should have paid more attention in school, and I didn't. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. Kids, if you're listening, stay in school. He he said uh, Voss. Pay attention in class. Voss is the bottles that are really fancy. He likes Voss, but flavored Voss, he said, is no good. So he's starting like water wars. Yeah, yeah it's pretty crazy. And Starring Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. A Cost, sequel. My boy. What I'll say is... He liked, oh, the main water that he liked. Yeah. That I hate complete. I despise it is Evian. And Evian is like considered a really good water. I don't like Evian. I don't like it at all. It doesn't taste good at all. But I guess it's like an actual spring. And did he shit on that? No, he loved it. Oh, damn. He's like, oh, Evian so, is very so, good. So I bet he talk about this all the time. It's very good. Oh, no. So I, I'm, not, I'm not on board with him anymore. No, well, here's the thing. So you got he your water me. there. I got my water here. Yeah, you got a big old jug. But see this? You got to get closer to the microphone. That's see how this? microphones work. Yeah. So this is Alkaline 88 smooth hydration water. But it's a trick. I filled this up in my house. We have a water filtration system. Triple osmosis. Triple osmosis. So my point Science is, fair. My point is, exactly. My point is, who gives a shit if it's like, this is purified tap water. It tastes yeah. delicious. Yeah, I think I think that's my preference is but, purified tap water. What I'll say Humble though beginnings. is all of these bottles, singular bottles, if it's less than a gallon, I feel like it's wasteful. It's too much plastic. So you like to reuse the plastic over and over. Well, yeah, well this is not over and over. I do it like for like a couple of weeks and uh-huh. then I get a new one, but this uh plastic specifically is uh some kind of good plastic. It all doesn't right. leak into the water. All right. Which is good. All right. Yeah. Good. I forget what it's called. So in closing, do you have in closing? Any? I think that the water influencer is bullshit. This I mean, guy's like number one bullshit guy. Yeah, number one bullshit guy. 
I mean, you're going to sit here and tell me <laughs> the Essentia and Core Water. He's like, Core Water. He's like, one. bullshit yeah. guy. This guy is crazy guy. This guy is number one bullshit guy. <laughs> Was that the best insult you've ever heard? 100%. Dude's a fucking legend. Oh, my God. The best. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So so you, you've given us your water war take. Yeah. Now let's, re- now let's backtrack. To veganism. To Not necessarily to veganism. Bad vegan. Shouts to uh, We Vegan Cafe here in Tampa, Florida. Absolutely. The best ever. The you best know. has ever done it. Yes. The best there is. The, the best, best there was. The best, the best there, there ever will be. be. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm giving you the floor. Okay, so here's what I'm going to say about it. As a true crime guy, going back, okay? Let's rewind the tape. We understand. <laughs> okay? we, we understand. You think it's true crime. Okay. okay. Just the way they laid it out. Understand. <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. You're hammering at home. It was too long. I listen to a lot of podcasts, true crime. They're, you know, they they try to do like a four-part thing. It should be one episode. So you're still copying what I say, even (laughs) when I give you the floor. (laughs) No, no, no. Here's the other thing I'm going to say. Sarma Margulis, whatever her last name is. Okay. The the protagonist. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say she's actually the antagonist. All right. And I'm going to say the guy is also the antagonist. They're both the antagonist. Her whole thing. They were scammers. They were scammers, but she's doing a whole thing because that guy's going to have to pay that money. They're going to sue his ass. Let me tell you, they're going to take his ass to civil court and they are going to get their cheese. He, here's what I don't understand. No, no. The, I think that whole documentary, like even though the part where she like records them and he's like, do you want us to, ha- to be happy or happily ever after all this shit? Right. Yeah. He kept using like the same like tag lines. Yeah, dude. You're number one bullshit guy. Mr. Fat Guy, whatever your name is. He was definitely number one bullshit guy. Yeah, yeah 100%. He, that guy's a scumbag. I'm a little offended by the, you know, the weight joke. <laughs> okay, no. He had a whole thing about his meat suit. Yeah, he was doing the meat suit. He was getting fat, and then she, he was like saying that he had to get fat. He was for- gaining weight. <laughs> Listen, it's a sensitive okay. subject okay. for me, okay? He was gaining weight. He was accumulating mass on his body, on his person. He was carrying Extra LBs. He, he said that he he needed a meat suit because it was all part of the plan. Yeah. He, he here's here's what I'll say. Number one, he was a bit of a catfish. Yeah. All right. So catfish did it first, right? And that's why you know I don't know. Was it really a true crime? It, it felt more like it felt more like Tinder swindler to me. Which is also a true crime podcast. Nah, no, no, it's a million so. percent a true crime podcast. No, no. A here's pod, what I don't a understand. Podcast turned documentary. Where are the people? You know, she gave him a million and a half dollars, and you know. It just, to me, I'm like, well, I'm not doing it right. 1.7. You know, $1.7 million. I need to just start. I need to use that. I need money. I need it right now. They're coming my enemies for me. are after me. My enemies are after me. They're coming. Yeah, Let's all, do it. He's like, he's it's like, all part of the plan. You have to pass the test. 300,000? He's like, what's 300,000? In the big scheme of things. Yeah. What? Holy mm-hmm. shit, dude. That's 300K. That's, that's 300 big ones. You might want to hold well, on to that yeah, one. Yeah. Damn. And I owe you. Our word is our bond. Our word definitely is our bond. Yeah. Harry, your hands are breathing. Wait, you had gloves this entire time? <laughs> yeah. Just go, man. Yeah. They're there chopping our pets. Heads off. Yeah. Pull over. Pull over. The guy that drank pee. That's it's a card. No, it's a cardigan, <laughs> but thanks. Yeah, I was talking about that guy earlier. He was in a movie called Rocket Man. Damn. Okay. So my point is, uh, Sarma and also the whole like Alec Baldwin, like you're trying to get in with Alec Baldwin. That's all bullshit. She was name dropping. So you're saying she's number one bullshit guy. (laughs) 
<laughs> yes. The other guy is also number one bullshit guy. I want to name this episode number one bullshit guy, but we have to name it the slap heard around the world. Yeah, I agree. Just, damn. It happens sometimes. You hate to see it. Here's what I'll say, though, is that guy's going to get sued in civil court heavily. They're going to tax him. That documentary was made by Sarma in cooperation with Sarma and the Vanity Fair guy, who I forget his name, who the other guy is not a fan of. And, right. And um, it's so that she can uh, deny culpability. The good, whole, good word. The whole thing is like the whole thing is about how it's not her fault. And they're like, like her dad. I stopped watching after three episodes and I was like, all right, you, you, you dragged it out too long and now I'm out. But the dad in the third episode, her dad is like, she took the money and she ran away. You're going heavy on the accents this I'm episode. I'm just trying to imitate some people. I'm trying to bring them in. You're trying to come back from your Chris Walken no, no. debacle. The Chris Walken was good. Everyone knows that Chris Walken was good. Everyone knows. <laughs> people hit me up frequently and say the Chris Walken was good. And they yeah. say, hey, don't get down on yourself. <laughs> you do it again. All right. So he, th- that's one thing I'm going to say. The other thing is like, she was like, there was just too many red flags. You know, the red flags were going around Twitter, social media. Yep. There was too many red flags. Like, you, you got to at some point say, hey, there's too much. There's too much here. There was a lot of red flags. I think he used her love for her dog as an in. And, you know, he, w- he was saying that the dog was going to be immortal. I, which, so, which, hey, listen, if anyone deserves to be immortal, it is dogs. Yeah, I wish it could be done. Luckily, all dogs go to heaven. We learned that as kids. Yes. You know, classic cartoon, movie, animation. Yes. Whatever you want to call it. Uh, You'll probably try to call it a true crime. It's not. <laughs> no, that's not a true crime. Okay, the fact that you don't think that Twinder, the the Tinder Twinder swindler, <laughs> the fact that you don't think that's true crime is outrageous. No, it's definitely not true crime. It's man. one million percent true crime. Nah, it's all a true crime, dude. <laughs> nah, it's too white collar. No, dude, I don't know what your deal is with the white collar. It can still be true crime. It's too white collar. The other thing I'll say is, like the whole thing about the guy that was like the IT guy that checks all the passwords and all this and that, and then like. In the in the documentary, he disappears, and they're like, "Yeah, that was Bill." The other thing I'm going to say, I forget the guy's name. I only remember the name Sarma. Okay, and also the fact that I w- I don't want to say she was a little bit of a a Jersey chaser, as you you might one say. Okay, <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Do you know the word? Do you you're know firing shots today, so you're saying she was a groupie. Okay, <laughs> a little bit because this guy, she's like, yeah, this guy Alec Baldwin was you know, communicating with this guy. He was tweeting back to him. That was how the relationship started. She was definitely name dropping Baldwini a lot. Like they have to say real estate agent. Like I get it. The guy, the guy's vegan. Okay. (laughs) Understood. The guy ate at your restaurant. I get it. Okay. Listen, pure food and wine. I understand. We got to cut your microphone off. You let me speak. The last thing I'm going to say is, and I didn't get to this part of the documentary, but they got caught. By Domino's Pizza. And here's what I'm going to say to Domino's <laughs> Pizza. I got a, a blood vendetta against them. Yeah, we do. We have a lifelong And I'm going to flip them two birds. Like Eli Manning. I'll give him two more. Like Eli Manning on his on the Manning cast. Yeah, yeah. And we, then he got in trouble. And he didn't know you couldn't do that on TV. We do have a blood vendetta um, against Domino's, you know, for something that they did to our father many years ago. And we haven't let it go. Yeah, and I won't. So I would argue that that's a smaller thing than... Chris Rock offending Will Smith's wife. What? And yet he reacted with a smack. What would you do? Domino's got our father arrested. 
Well, listen. They you know, put him in handcuffs. They took, they took him down to the clink guy. No, 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 no. They didn't get him arrested. They no, didn't. They, they no, didn't they, actually arrest. No, him. No, they handcuffed him. They threw him in the back of the paddy wagon. Yeah, and then they let him out. Yeah, I mean, he, didn't, they, he didn't go to the clink. <laughs> okay, I exaggerated. <laughs> so you think? No, no, that's much worse. I mean, I don't know. That's much worse if he doesn't know about the alopecia. So, so what's your what's your Domino's? I'm also not going to punch the CEO of Domino's. I'm just not going to give them business. And anytime someone says anything about it, I'm going to flip them to double. Parts. I don't know if I would punch him, but I would like depending on his age. I'm not sure. Well, if it's a woman, then. I do nothing. Yeah. Okay. I do nothing. Will not harm a woman. No, absolutely not. If it's a dude and he's in the right age range, I'll put him in the sharpshooter. Word to Bret Hart. The best there is. Yeah. The best there was. And the best there ever fucking will be. Yeah. All right? Okay, Damn. I'm not mad at that. I think that- what, uh, what, what I, you, I want to say you put me in the sharpshooter and almost killed me. Well, I didn't almost kill you. I mean, it's, it, I, it, it's a lower my, body- You broke my back, I think. Yeah, it's a lower body thing. I almost broke your legs. No, no. But that's like, see, that's that's what brothers are supposed to do. I was toughening you up, kid. Somebody, one of your friends- It was to pass a test. Yeah. If you had money, I would have surely been extorting you. The problem is you had no money. You were broke. You were a broke-ass little kid. Yeah, for sure broke. Damn. I want to say one of your friends put me in the torture rack. Yeah, that could, that could- And literally almost broke my back. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You have to practice moves. You have to practice the, moves on the young ones. Man, some damage was done. What, what what are you gonna? So you just mentioned Domino's, and then you just like I flipped them the double birds, and I'm so gonna they say got that, caught by Domino's. That guy deserves to get caught for fucking getting Domino's pizza. Yeah, they're you know I ate the pizza. I ate the pizza. Nobody else ate the pizza. Nobody else ate the pizza. Michael Jordan, we love you. Yeah, you cannot order pizza in Utah. I think that you can. No. But, but what you got to do is you got to go to Pizza Hut. Listen, you, you can't go to some mom and pop in, in Utah, Salt Lake City. Utah is a beautiful place. Beautiful place. We've, We've been, been there. Yeah. Moab, Utah. One of the most beautiful places I've ever been. We went on a morning hike. Unbelievable. Started at like four in the morning. Sunrise. Sunrise it, hike. It, it was, well, we started before sunrise. No, but it was so that we could get there when the sun was rising. Exactly. And it was, uh, you know, I feel like I saw God that day. Yeah. And so I love Utah, but still, it, it, you know, listen. We didn't eat pizza. And I never will eat pizza in Utah. I'm just not going to do it. Because to honor New York his City. Air, no, his airness. No, it's to, for me, it's a it's a business decision. The decision. Okay. As a New Yorker. My enemies are after me. What if someone says that my enemies are I after I need $300,000 wired into my account right now. What's the big deal? <laughs> it's not that much money. No, so Send it or you will not pass the test. <laughs> I'm CIA. Yeah, what was the thing with his brother also? He's like, he's like, my brother, he's like, I will get fucking gutted. <laughs> my yeah, brother's he, going to gut me. <laughs> he did like the gutted thing. Yeah, he he was definitely, he was. Too a, much, he he overused the term gutted. I think he said that one time. I think he watched some some movies and just like really kind of leaned into some characters. Yeah. But he wasn't, he was method acting. Yeah. Essentially. Big time. And it, it didn't work so well. So the, he, I'm going to give my short version. Okay, the funniest thing he did, let me just tell you very quickly, the funniest thing he did is he centered a Rome? Yeah, and then and then he did a hostile takeover. Yeah, well, he, he <laughs> and he's like, "Hey," and and someone recorded it. So there's here's the one thing I'm going to say about the documentary. In all seriousness, is you can't have a documentary where only Sarma is talking, essentially, 
Well, he probably, uh, you know, declined to talk. And and that's why you can't have well, a documentary. We, and we that t- can be a podcast. It uh, can't be a documentary. And we, we've talked about how documentaries are always pretty much biased. But here's what I'll say. I think that the dude was a scammer. They met on Twitter, by the way, of all places. Yeah, because of Alec Baldwin. Right? They met on Twitter. And I think that she was maybe a little out there, right? No, for sure. And I think that he was scamming her. And then eventually, in order to get out from underneath it and to just get easy money, I think she then kind of got in on the scams and they basically scammed others together. They were like, at that point, you know, the train was off the track Yeah, at that point. I I agree. The dude's a scumbag. They ended up in Las Vegas. Is that where they – I thought they got caught in Chattanooga. No, you're right. Then they went to – was it Chattanooga? I don't think it was Chattanooga. It was somewhere in Tennessee, though. I think it was Chattanooga, dude. I don't think so. No? No. Should I fact check it? We went to a B-dubs in Chattanooga. We did. And we got upset tummies. It, was, it wasn't a good time. It wasn't a good time at all. So th- that, that, that's my take on it. I, I do think what? there's some culpability that she needs to uh, – she's got to – She's got to answer. She's got to take some accountability. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay. The dude was completely off the uh, off the rails from the jump. A million percent. He catfished her for sure. Oh, dude, he showed up and she's like, yeah, you know, he was talking about he could pick her up with one arm and he was uh, like a, a big, strong bodybuilder. Yeah, and she was like, he didn't quite look like his pictures, yeah. but, you know, I liked him and – My dog liked him. I thought the t- the Tinder swindler was more entertaining. Okay, here's my question. I got one question for you. Why is the Russian guy getting no blame? Well, because I guess he was lower down, da- you know, the bartender that yeah. he met and took under his wing. Because that guy was, like, taking the money with him. Small fish. I don't know. That guy's got to pay the piper, too. Yeah? So everybody involved. You know, but sometimes. Like, he's like, he's like, he basically is like, yeah, you know, I knew we was taking money, and then we just stayed in the Ritz-Carlton VIP for uh, three months straight and gambled. It's like, you think he wasn't gambling? Damn, so you're. Th- this is for sure the most accents you've ever done. Yeah, I got like three or four today. Oh, you've got more than that in. I don't H- think so. Hang on a second. Let me see here. Oh, the dude's name, by the way, you probably couldn't remember his name because he kept giving different names. Yeah. Well, he was big on the alias. Yeah, he was definitely. But his name is uh, Anthony. Oh, Strang- hey, Anthony, how you doing? Anthony Strangest. Anthony Strangest. There we go. They were uh, just as a Tennessee hotel. Damn it. Was it Chattanooga? I don't think it was. Let me see here. Tennessee. And let me see. It was... The, the, this, oh, this says Pigeon Forge, the bizarre okay. town where bad vegans Sarma was hiding out is a fever dream. I don't even know what that means. Okay, we're off of it. All right. We're out. What's, so, the, so that's your thoughts. I gave my thoughts. Yeah, my thoughts is that she was not initially in on it. Then she did get in on it, and I thought that it was four episodes too long. Yeah, so it should have been one episode. One episode. You know, I, I agree. You know, you know, hit me with all that shit at one time. You don't hour, need to, hour and a half yeah, documentary. You don't need it's to draw it all out. I need. Yeah, they're trying to draw it out. They're trying to get the big bucks. There you go. You know, trying to uh, get the traffic. Yeah, Netflix. I can guarantee you, she's getting paid off that documentary. Also, 
Yeah, prob- probably. And that's why I'm out on it as right. far as a documentary. Too biased for yeah, you. Yeah, way too biased. All right. So now sometimes we have a beef of the week. It's obviously Will and Chris Rock. Easy. Push a T. Did oh. did this Ar- uh, did this McDonald's yeah. on behalf of Arby's? Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say, and and I've said it probably ten times now. Don't champion Arby's. Here's the thing with Arby's. Now you know I love Push, but here here's the thing: How is Arby's still in business? One might wonder. Arby's is laundering money. That's what you think. I I, just, I don't know how they're still in business. I think that here's the thing I wanted to tell you. You know, it's like the billiards. It's like the pool hall near the crib back in the day. And it was like there was no one ever in there. Yeah. They had nice shit in there. And then every once in a while, you know, on Fridays, you know, I'd see like five or six. Lincoln Town cars. You know, Italian dudes in nice suits and alligator shoes. And I'm just like, yo, what's going on here, man? Yeah. And then I went in there one day and said, yo, could I, you know, can I shoot some pool with the homies? They said, get out. They said, nah. They said, we're not open. I said, oh, what's the hours? When are you open? Oh, no, no, no. We're not open. Yeah. I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. So this is an operation here. This is mob run. Yeah. It's it's like Coca-Cola. Yeah, exactly. So, um, okay. So, what, what do you got going on here? Well, you threw me off because you're texting under the table, <laughs> like ang- like English class. Like, <laughs> I had to tell someone we're doing the pot. I can't talk on the phone. Damn. So, what were you talking about? Uh, I was talking about a lot of different things. No, what were we talking about just now? I was talking oh, about Arby's. Arby's. Yeah, I mean, there's an Arby's, you know, two miles from us. And, they, and just re- they just renovated the whole place. Hey, that's what I'm saying, to my point. And yet, they're mob run. Oh, There's here, nobody in the drive-thru no, here's ever. What, here's what I'm going to tell you. Does and, Arby serve breakfast? I don't think so. Is it just roast beef round the clock? Yeah. We've got the meats. Yeah, well, they got all kind of shit. Not just the roast so beef. So what did, what did Push say? Did he talk about the McFlurry machine always being broken? Because no, that's I, like number one. No, he didn't say anything about that. But on that note. There, McDonald's, listen, Ronald. McFlurry machine, number one bullshit guy. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Number one bullshit guy, the makers of the McFlurry machine, the company that makes those machines, is, I believe, suing McDonald's. Anthony Stargis. Yeah. Strangest. No. Strangest. He's the maker of the machine. He's a scammer. No, no. The maker is suing McDonald's because they're saying our machines are not broken. You have to stop saying all the time that our machines are broken. What is it? They just don't want to no, no, clean, clean them? They're cleaning them. They don't want to clean them. Uh, so after a certain point, they just turn it off. They shut it off, shut it down. Yeah, and then they, you know, like the guy that opens probably See, has I'm, to clean it. I'm trying to get that extra Oreo in there. Yeah. Damn. Uh, I don't know if this is a hot take. I don't like McFlurries. Oh, I love McFlurries. I've never, I think I've ordered like two McFlurries in my entire life. Oreo McFlurry, but you got to get the extra Oreo. Otherwise, you inevitably hit that portion where it's just all vanilla soft serve. And I'm just like, this is not really what I signed up for, my guy. Yeah. It's a catfish. It's a it's McFlurry a catfish. It's a dairy catfish. Yeah. Okay. There we yeah. go. Of the ice cream variety, you would put it in the true crime. That's definitely got to be true crime. That probably does deserve to be true crime, okay. honestly, because that's not white collar. That's like something different. But here's what I'm going to tell you about companies and money and etc. Laundering, bankruptcy, etc. I'm watching a show about Uber right now. Okay. With uh, uh, Gordon Levitt. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's called Super Pumped. Yep. And basically, that company was the biggest company, like the biggest startup in the world, billions and billions of dollars making money, none of it profit. Yeah. So that's my point. What's your point? Arby's doesn't matter if they're making money or not. They're still able to continue. 
Well, but at some point that has to turn around. And Arby's has been around for a long time. I don't think Uber is turns a profit currently. I don't think they do. Okay. I think what they're so saying Uber's mob run. No, I'm not saying it's mob run. It's run by a guy named Travis uh, Callanan or something or was. But no, they they got investors and they do rounds of investment. So where there's people- investors. There's mafia investors in Arby's. Okay. okay. All right. We've settled it. Okay. But no, where Uber will become profitable is when they no longer pay the drivers, when they get like automated driving, when they get robot drivers. Wow. Robocop. Yeah. Who does McDonald's get to fire back at Arby's? Because I feel like Arby's is an easy target. Do they get Do they get Will Smith? I feel like they should get Drake and continue the feud. A, a former beef of the week. Damn. Travis Scott, maybe? Nah. I don't think he'll side with uh, McDonald's. With Mickey D's. Too closely associated to Kanye. Because he had the Travis Scott value meal. Yeah. I mean, they could go Bad Bunny, too. Which was delicious, by the way. It wasn't that good. It was just a regular thing. You're on wax saying otherwise. I'm on wax saying you were like, this shit is slamming, yo. (laughs) Oh, you turned me into Jesse Pinkman. Okay, that's cool. (laughs) You said it was, you're like, yo, bitch. Yeah. (laughs) So good. Okay. Um, no, you're number one bullshit guy. It was a regular McDonald's hamburger. Definitely was not regular. It was literally is regular. It's a quarter pounder with pickles. It's by definition, a regular menu item. There was nothing special about it. No, but I'm saying, no, I I thought you were talking about just like the regular, like no frills burger that they serve. No, it's more than that. The regular quarter pounder. Oh yeah. And a quarter pounder is mutabella. No, I fucking fantastic. I don't give it the mutabella. McDonald's fries undefeated. Nah, it. Hot, salty, not beautiful. I do like their fries. The only thing that I would eat from there currently that I would consider eating is an apple pie. Wow. Tough crowd, man. Yeah. Super tough crowd. How, how, how long into it are we? Do we got to wrap it up? We do. All right. We over an hour? Yes. Well over an hour. Well over an hour. So this was, I feel like there was a couple deep dives in here. If you made it to this part of the episode, I want to say thank you. We love you very much. Uh, thank you for rocking with us patreon.com forward slash Mr. Fomer Simpson. Go check it out. Different tiers. We have a lot of fun over there. Yeah. Do a lot of cool shit. And uh, what else? Yo, maybe leave us a review. Hey. I noticed we got 4.9 stars, not five. Oh, really? Yeah, 4.9. But yeah, so if you're going to leave what, a review. That's what I'm talking about. You know, inevitably, there's going to be some of those some of those trolls. Yeah. Some of those haters. They seep in. And here's why I say, people say, oh, you know, you can't say haters. Well, no, here's the thing. You can because- what type of person goes out of their way to leave a bad review on a podcast on something like that? It's like if I see a YouTube video, for example, and I don't like it, I don't thumbs it down and leave a negative comment because I don't care enough. Yeah. I'm just like, ah, all right. I guess I won't subscribe to this channel or I guess I won't watch again or yeah. ah, I didn't really like this. But different strokes for different folks. It happens. Slash haters. Yeah. What I'm going to say is if you don't want to leave five stars, don't leave a review. Yeah. You know, you know, it's like only you know, leave a five star. It's like my Dukes used to say, listen, if you don't got anything nice to say, don't say anything. Yeah. Don't say nothing. All right. There we go. We're not open. I ate the pizza. Nobody else ate Nobody the pizza. Nobody else ate the pizza. Damn. All right. I, I need to figure out, you know, I got to play us out with something good here. I got to play us out with something real good. Ah, uh, with some waffle fries. Yeah. Let, so let's pick something new though. Something let's new. Let's not go back to the well, as they say. Something that we haven't heard. I mean, I've played so much. You really haven't, though. No, I have. I'm no. looking. I'm looking right now. At no, stuff it's like I played. 50, it's like fifty songs over and over and over. No, it's more than that. It's more than that. You idiot. 
I mean, you didn't want to put twang on that thing on the playlist that you never made. No, I don't want to put twang on that thing. No, you know, any you know, song, no disrespect to Young Mason, but any it's just song, not really my genre. Any song that gets played on the podcast was supposed to be on the Should playlist. Should go on the thing? It doesn't matter Damn. if it's good or bad. So maybe I got to start doing that. Maybe I do. Do we start it now? Sure. Next episode. Next episode. We have an ongoing, ever-growing playlist collection, carefully curated by yours truly. No, not carefully curated. That's the whole point. It's just what we Dude, play. You just you're really taking the wind out of my sails no. here. I mean, you're gonna pick us all here. What's Holy going on? Holy shit! I mean, I'm waiting. It's unreal, man. It's unreal. <laughs> he looks determined without, without being ruthless. Something heroic in his man. Talking about me. There's a courage about him. Doesn't oh, wow. look like a killer. This is Will Smith as he's walking up. Acts like he has a dream. Full of passion. Full of passion. You don't trust me, huh? Well, you know why. I do. We're not supposed to trust anyone. I mean, just... I, I miss the intros to songs in the 90s. Skits, interludes, preludes. I miss all of it. Yeah. I, I really like a lot of skits. I think that they got a little bit outrageous though. And then people were like, you know what? Like too much. Like Kendrick has skits, but they're just like the last 10 seconds of a song. It's not like its own song. Yeah. I love a good skit. I love, I love a classic 90s skit. Okay. Episode 139. It's in the books, baby.